This is the G Talk Podcast. The podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. We just started. We 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 are recording now. We recording now. Um, I actually caught that first part. But we were laughing. Um, welcome to the G Talk podcast. This is episode one thirty two. Thank y'all for rocking me uh, up until this point. Um, you know, I actually started way before podcast got like really popular. I started in 2019 for those who don't know. Um, I did it before the pandemic, so I was potting pre pandemic. Um, it's just crazy how it's been two years and some change now. And, um, I think I might do a live podcast event. I think I might do that. Okay. I heard about it. Yeah. Sounds Yeah. Um, but to the right of me, I got my boy Deshaun back in the building. LA, we here. Stand up. LA. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> and we got somebody new on the show. We got Chandler. Hi, everybody. So, Chandler, since you're new on the show, just give a little background. Tell us where you're from and what you do. Okay, so I'm from Jackson, Tennessee, 731. Okay, okay. I teach ninth grade English in MMPS at Procone Entertainment Magnet High School. Mm, okay. Um, historically right. black high school. Right. I am currently getting my doctorate in administration and supervision. Dr. Wilson coming up. Sounds right? nice. All right. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we are all members of the aristocratic bands. Um, you know, we are a unique bunch. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the pleasure of having um, Dr. McDonald and Mr. Sexton along with Fashanti on the last podcast. It was a very good treat. <clears throat> it was good to hear from them, especially, you know, just their firsthand experience of what went on in Pasadena, California. Because a lot of times, you know, um, we just see the end result. Mm. It was good to see what all went behind the scenes. I can't believe them folks was practicing in a mall. That, right. that, I was shocked. I said, too. what? I was, we might have been turned. <laughs> <laughs> These folks Ooh. was practicing in the mall. Like, in the mall. It's crazy how they pull the strings. Yeah. What contact did you get to get to the mall? I mean, just from the story you said, because um, yeah. it was raining. And unfortunately, the weather was bad at the time. And... Um, Prof. Max says somebody overheard him. Somebody at the hotel said, "Hey, man, I know somebody mm-hmm. who worked at the mall, right. and they made it happen." So that's wild. But yeah, definitely, you know, it's, it's always a treat, and you know, I'm just glad that I have a good relationship with the band staff um, the way I do, and you know, we paved the way, just like they said. Uh, Mr. Second said it's like a baton. Mm, the stuff that we like did mm-hmm. is the reason why they are where they are today. Yeah. Facts. So instead of like being jealous, mad, just be happy that you were able to, you know, help them 
get there because um did y'all go to the white house i didn't i, did. I skipped it i skipped it i ain't gonna lie uh, yeah. why? <clears throat> oh Kanye came to yeah, mm. I already have my tickets. Slow. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was kind of upset because the White House was a year after I graduated. So mm. I was thinking to myself, damn, if I would have. Yeah. I'm the only one? One more. Yeah. That yeah. went to the White House? Well, if oh, Griff okay. was here. So Griff was supposed yep. to be here. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Who knows, Griff? We on your ass. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, Griff, if, you, if you're in this right now, we on your ass. Um, <laughs> Don't come knocking at the door. All right, now Griff may very well knock on the door during um mm-hmm. during the podcast, so he might join us later. But as of now, he is um missing and hasn't been returned my calls. Okay, am I? So <laughs> it's a weekend. <laughs> all right, and this man done confirmed yesterday and everything. It wasn't like it was a surprise. Matter of fact, I asked y'all like on like what Wednesday or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um. But anywho, we're going to jump to the news week. So, uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Breyer is scheduled to retire. And I was actually listening to this podcast called The uh, Daily. It's a real popular podcast. And they made a good point. And are y'all really into politics like that? I am. From the outside. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. I'm not like a heavy political person, but just being older, I just pay attention to stuff now because now... Like the stuff affects me. Yeah. But um Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't play it right. Hmm. She should have retired under Obama. Hmm. So we could pick someone else. Yeah. So they could get the so, so that they could someone. So they could have appointed another like liberal justice. Because yeah. um. the thing was she because um, you know, they were saying that how if if she would have retired under Obama, mm-hmm. he would have appointed another liberal justice mm-hmm. and you know of course with the supreme court they have a lifetime commitment um appointment crazy mm-hmm. yeah and honestly i feel that should change it's really shit. really just all around government in general yeah i shake that shit up in yeah. a way you should be in government for 40 years <laughs> like um <laughs> because you know it's just old relics you know mm-hmm. for and sure. and unfortunately legislation is backdated you know what i'm saying um the people making decisions for most of us are from maybe two or three generations before us. Mm-hmm. Um, the representation isn't really there. But the reason why I say she should have retired is, yeah, so Obama could have um, nominated another justice instead of her unfortunately passing under the you know the Trump presidency. And then that uh, was a Kavanaugh and then... Um, um, What's the other woman name who got confirmed real quick? Um, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, two conservative justices were appointed during the Trump administration. Mm. Right. So he has three possible candidates. And he also did promise during the campaign that he would appoint a black woman. Mm. So the three uh, people who he has in mind is um, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. She's 51 years old. Um, you got Leandra Kruger, she's 45, mm. and then you have Michelle Childs. Um, I don't have her age, but she's 55. She's 55. Come on, notes. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but essentially, um, these are like the, the front runners. Um, mm. and honestly, it's really, 
well, nowadays in this political climate, it might be some mess, but it shouldn't because honestly, Breyer, he's a liberal um, justice and they're going to replace him with just another liberal. liberal justice. So it shouldn't be any controversy, but who knows? Yeah. What y'all got on this topic, Chandler? What you got since you wrote some notes over there? All right. You don't got to tell everybody about my notes, but... um. With Justice Breyer, he was in high school in 1955, so only his senior year was segregated, was uh, integrated. Mm. So everything else, he was with right. white kids right, right, right. Mm-hmm. the entire time. So yeah. it's kind of exciting but disheartening because that'll be the first black Supreme Court justice woman that takes a spot. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, but it's like, where has this been? In the past, and honestly, forever, I'm kind of shocked that it hasn't been a black woman already. Because black women are efficient, on point. Mm-hmm. Y'all be y'all y'all be doing it. We Hell. have to navigate both gender roles and mm-hmm. race relations. So I don't understand why they haven't put those life experiences, perspectives, all of that in order for them to make decisions. So yeah, I'm surprised. Um, and also, um. With one of the, I believe it's um, Judge Jackson. I think she was a clerk for Breyer too. So that looks good as far as because I believe um, other justices who were appointed they they were clerks for the the then current uh, Supreme Court justices as well. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we'll see. Hopefully um, it isn't a political fiasco. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see it. And it's been—I I read somewhere where they were saying, "Oh, are you going to nominate Kamala Harris?" <laughs> but if you think about it, that might not be a bad thing because it's a lifetime appointment. Imagine—I mean, yeah, you're the vice president, but would you rather be a Supreme Court justice? Right, right, right. You only get a certain time to be vice president, but exactly. Yeah, but we'll see with that, and um, yeah, hopefully it's not a not a not a fiasco. A debacle. Yes. <laughs> um, on to local news here in Nashville, Tennessee. There was a standoff on Thursday on Interstate I-65 that Yikes. ended in a shooting. Deshaun, mm-hmm. you want to talk about that? Oh, actually, that shit was crazy because I was at work and I work in Cool Springs. Mm, okay. <laughs> so one of our securities, he got caught up in the traffic. Mm-hmm. And I, at the whole time, I'm wondering because we were dead. I was like, damn, what's going on? And then as soon as the news broke, you know, it spread quick. But honestly, I feel like all eight of them, you know what I'm saying, they kind of at least ran up on them, did something, mm-hmm. instead of just pulling the trigger. You know what I'm saying? It's eight of y'all plus more. Right. Because there was plenty of them out there. Yeah, I saw, so I got sent the video, but I didn't want to, like, watch the actual oh, shooting. Shoot. I watched it. I can it. get it. I can no, I watched it. it. <clears throat> I watched it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, they were deep. Mm-hmm. There it was, was shotguns. It was like uh, they were in a semicircle, uh, like literally. facing him. It was, and and then they had like six more people coming in. Um, but apparently, with the story, um, he was riding out six five, like waving weapons at people on the on the interstate. Pulled over, mm-hmm. um, you know, he had like weapons in the car, and. He put out a box cutter. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was and then um, that's when they opened fire. Not so, a box cutter. The, uh, the guy 
bitch. You well. know what I'm saying? But, you know. As a matter of fact, um, Metro Police Chief John Drake announced Friday afternoon that Metro National Police Department has decommissioned one of the officers involved in the I-65 shooting Thursday. Damn. Chief Drake said in his statement that Officer Brian Murphy, a 25-year-old um, Metro Nashville Police veteran, has been decommissioned, loss of police authority, that's what it means, pending a review and the investigation of his actions at the scene on Thursday. Just one. A veteran at 25? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because this uh, police officer at work tried to recruit me. Well, he's trying to Ooh. recruit me. And I was okay, like, ah. Officer Warren. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually wanted to be a cop when I was a kid. Really, mm. I did. I, I want to be a cop and a fireman. Mm. Um, but you know that that changed. But shout out to uh, Officer Eubanks. Matter of fact, I think it's Captain Eubanks now. Oh shit, for real? Yeah, he got a promotion. Damn. Um, shout out to Officer Johnson Vante. Uh-huh. He, uh, right. Officer Reed Corey. Yeah. Oh, for real? Corey, yeah. yeah. Oh, where? Yeah, 2012 in that thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Shout out to the brave men in the blue. For sure. <laughs> Have y'all had a bad experience with police? No. Me neither. Have y'all? No, I haven't. Well, that's because you're a woman. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> nah, but nah, I ain't gonna lie though. Um, just from my homegirl stories though, y'all be getting off more than men though. I have. I'm sorry. I didn't know. And yeah, then, I really bah. have gotten pulled over. And I'm like, I'm just late. I'm trying to get home. They're what? like, okay, we'll let you go. <laughs> that should not work for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've never. I've only had one ticket. That's mm-hmm. it. So. Sorry. Yeah. But. Yeah, Sweet. I actually had one ticket. That's all. Um, And luckily he caught me. So I was speeding. Mm-hmm. It was that access ramp on the uh Briley Parkway by um Opry Mills. Opry Mills. That shit float. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh it's crazy how that bro Opry Mills so that Briley has like five lanes, but yeah. the, but the speed limit is fifty five. Uh-huh. And it's open yeah. at all Man. times. A motorcycle pulled me over. Yeah, so I got I caught by a down. I got caught by a <laughs> I saw an actual car, but it was somebody on a motorcycle. I, I go, got, hello, what is going on? Damn. Yeah, I got caught by a motorcycle cop and um Yeah, no, you know, that's in disguise. Yeah, he he uh you know, I, I was nice, cooperative. He said, you know what? Because at the time I had my four focus. And I had my Kappa license, uh, my Kappa frame around my um, uh, license plate, so it covered the county. He said, "You know what? I'm just get you for a non movement. Mm, you know, no I'm just say that your county wasn't showing, and <laughs> you know, it didn't affect my license. It didn't, nothing was on my points. You know, I didn't get any points on my license, so he let me off the hook. So, shout out to the officer. Hell no. But Nashville, Davidson County." Is redistrict redistricting gerrymandering. So we're gonna have Marissa. Uh, she's involved with local government. This is true, and she's true. going to fill us in on what this means. So I'm about to give her a call right now. Live and direct. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. <laughs> You're on Hello. Yes. Hello, may I speak to Marissa, please? This is her. Hey Garrison. Marissa, you were live on the G Talk podcast. 
Be be aware of what you say because we don't want to incriminate you on anything. <laughs> no, I definitely understand. These are my views and just having a conversation. <laughs> good conversations. Mm-hmm. Good government talk. All right, 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 right. All right. So we have come to the show where we're talking about the uh, redistricting. So, um, would you mind just uh, sharing what that means, breaking it down for the listeners, please? Well, yeah, no problem. So redistricting is something that has to happen every 10 years. Um, it's legally required. We don't have no way around it. Um, even if you move your district like 0.09, like it has to move. So at this point, uh, what they did to the middle portion of Tennessee um, was that for the last roughly um, it says Nashville. I actually found uh, research that said Nashville has remained a whole c- congressional district for over 200 years of you know Tennessee's history mm. um, until now. They have uh, currently split it into three. So um, they put the Democratic parts um, of Nashville into larger Republican parts mm-hmm. so that over time those Democratic areas can diminish and kind of like um, for all intents and purposes, kind of die out um, or become extremely dormant. <clears throat> so that's pretty much uh, current, like based on, you know, just laws and stuff that has been passed. That's where we're at now. Hmm. So is there any way to combat this or is this? Well, no, this- not stop it. It's already been voted on. Um, it hasn't been to the governor's desk yet. I don't believe to sign. Uh, but once it does between now and November, it will get to each an individual uh, county, all 99 over the state. And depending on where you live, you know, uh, you'll be either in a new district or you might not be. So you'll have to figure out um, if you have any new people running for offices, um, local, all the way up to congressional um, in your new district come November. Uh, so that we probably won't hear too much more about it um, in the summer months, but close leading up to November, you'll start to hear more about it just because of the change in people um, and things of that nature. I got you. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for the insight. And you mind telling the listeners what you do? Oh, well, yes. Uh, well, that's no problem. I work uh, at the Capitol. Um, and so uh, just having the kind of, um, you know, just insight like others to uh, know the process in a sense. Anyone can Google stuff, but um, to experience the process and know it is um, pretty different. So it's good, you know, to get this word out and to have other people understand it and be said in a way that other people can understand. Gotcha. Yeah. Well. Yes. yes. Look, look, that's that's pretty much it. Just keep in keep um knowledgeable about your people in your districts um new or they might change or not but that uh have an effect on funding that have an effect on everything if your person changes um you know whether or not they'll fight for the things you want them to fight for so that's just where we're at i got you well, that is Marissa King, our uh, capital expert. All right, now. And <laughs> back to you, Jim. Not, <laughs> <laughs> Not there yet. Uh, we ain't all that yet, but I do, you know, do appreciate it, and especially to get more people thinking about it. They can start researching, too, just like I do. Yeah, that's true. Researching. 
Well, yeah. Okay. And also well, Marissa. Thank you for having me on, though. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And Marissa's also an aristocrat as well. So. All right. Shout we, out to the yeah, crowd. Yes, we, definitely. We, we're out here doing big things. So. <laughs> okay. Always. All right. Well, thank always. you for your insight, and uh, I'll be in touch. No problem. Y'all have a great day. Bye, y'all. Peace. See you. All right, that was that was cool. I feel like we on CNN. Back to you. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's well. We just got some recent news. So Tom Brady, just now breaking news, has retired retired from the NFL after 22 seasons, and seven rings. Wait. Is that getting that right? 22 seasons? Yep, 22. Jesus seven, Christ. Uh, seven Super Bowls. I think he had like five Pro Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. I saw the graphic on Twitter. Yeah. And you know, it was crazy because, um, you know, whenever we get older and have children and mm-hmm. they're going to hear about Tom Brady, I'm like, man, I remember watching him. Man. Right. I remember in high school when they, that 07 season. Oh, okay. They went. Undefeated and lost to the ten and six Giants. <laughs> that shit was wild. Yeah, but nah, it was definitely um, great to see Tom. You know, be a firsthand eyewitness to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, we literally, we literally watched the goat. Literally, nigga, yeah. Since when is that? Twenty two. I was five. Shit, I was. <laughs> was shit, I was six. Yeah, Chandler wouldn't even thought of. <laughs> No, no, no. Chandler was here. She was just. All right. She was, she was crawling around in her little diapers. All right. Ooh, all my business. Mm. All right. Well, that concludes the news week. Um, that was that was pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah. All right. On to our first main topic. Let's let, let's talk about more positive. Well, let's talk about positive relationships. Mm. What do y'all see on social media most times when it comes to relationships? No. It's normally just drama and some bullshit. The same shit. If Everybody it's not that, it. then it's like a show. It's always me and Rosanna. Gotta have a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, really, this came about. Have y'all seen that? Um, it, was, it was a video of this young lady who... Uh, oh, what? the gesture shit? Once yeah. you got the man the cigar? Yeah. That's fire. Why is niggas mad? <laughs> Shit. Have surprise you, me. Have you have you seen that video, Chandler? No. Oh, I so been. pretty much um the the young lady, she was talking to this guy for a while. He mentioned he likes cigars. Um mm-hmm. now I think they went on their first date. And then her she, daddy gave him the cigar. Her dad is a cigar. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's pretty big in cigars. So he asked her for once, Hey, this guy I'm dating is um he likes cigars, so he gave her one. Her mom wrapped it up all nice and neat. And, you know, she gave it to him because she said, oh, yeah, I know you, you said you like cigars yeah. and whatever. I mean, the video went viral. <laughs> and a lot of people was mad. Like They, they, they was hating. But it. it sounds very intentional. But my thing is, uh, and then she even, um, I think it was a follow video where he had took her to, like, the vinyl store. Because she told him that she likes records and okay. stuff like that, and I'm just like, yeah, that's how. I, that's what you're supposed to do. So yeah, if you're interested in something, you go right. and do, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Show a little. I'm paying attention. 
I guess the um, so really I I, I kind of know what it is because a lot of positive relationships you really don't see them mm, online. Sure. A lot of people For don't really sure. you know Love honestly we don't really see <laughs> uh, a lot of positive relationships because they 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 chilling in real life they're they're happy in real life yeah. yeah. Because the media is so toxic and crazy. Yeah. And honestly, you know, um, it was a pod I did. It was like one of my first pods. But we had discussed um, like black movies, how most black movies are about black, black pain. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to see some just made up black happy movies. Yeah. That was like, like the uh, photograph. Yeah, that one. And everybody, yeah. well, everyone hated it because there was no drama. Mm-hmm. It was kind of happy the whole entire movie until towards the end where they had the conflicts, but no one really liked it because it wasn't filled with mess. Yeah. Like power. I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and I can tell you now, um, you know, um, Unfortunately, positivity doesn't sell. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Nobody wants to see the happy Sometimes, or positive shit. Though. Sometimes, but most times, people love. They love drama. the hashtag couple goals. Yeah, they do. They do. Niggas love that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Shots making good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she going through a divorce now or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but you know, I. I just hate that um, every day on Twitter, it seems like it's just men versus women yeah. on, on something. It can be. And I think a lot of things, you know, I, I even tweet, I said, look, just a lot of the negative um, relationship posts can be alleviated if you are with someone who actually likes you. Mm. I mean, it sounds very <laughs> simple and cliche, but I mean, it's, you know, it's so. the battle, at least. So you got to think about it. You know, you got some people, you got some men who like to. Throw money at women. You got some women who like to be taken care of. Then you got some independent women who don't need, need your money. You know, they don't need your money. They're not impressed by that. Then you got men who want to feel wanted as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you just have to know where you fit in and you can't try to make someone that they're not. Mm. Right. All right. You know, you just have to understand and identify that if you're dealing with someone who loves to cash out, throw money at things, yeah. you know, you just have to understand what comes with that. And and that's and honestly, they deal with a certain type of woman. For true. sure. That's Versus because that, that that's not going to work with a independent woman. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> you know, so what's um, what do y'all think can can help? alleviate just or i guess the question is what do y'all think is um the like leading factor in all this negativity that we see like in regards to relationships online i really do think it's social media in general social Mm -hmm. media tv Mm -hmm. it's trying to keep up with the next person and comparison obviously yeah and a lot of stuff that they try to like relate to their life is not realistic it's not worth anything trying to compare like a celebrity relationship to your life is not <laughs> it's not realistic right. they got a different kind of money they can post uh, with social media you can post what you want to post we don't see the, the highs and lows we only see 
the negatives and everything that's happening. So yeah. it makes a difference. Yeah. And we only see the good. Mm-hmm. Or or see what they or the fun what they want us to see. Us to see yeah. Unless it gets leaked and you see all the crazy stuff. Right. Like these niggas really friends over here. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm I'm just glad I grew up when I did. Mm, okay. I couldn't imagine. Well, Shanley, you're a teacher, mm. so okay. tell us about how. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell us about how children are. Cause what 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 a grade do you teach? I teach ninth grade. Mm. So is that fourteen? Yeah, fourteen. So but tell, I get tell everybody. Us, so tell us like what they're going through. These relationship days. wise. Yeah. Or, or just I, those things um, that they're worried about. You I know? give relationship advice all day long to ninth graders. I have a couple right now that are going through it because the male student in this case doesn't want a relationship. He says that relationships are for busters, his exact words. <laughs> um, and then the girl really likes him. So yeah. they're all on each, all on, on top of each other. But I love to pick. And I'm like, y'all are sitting back there in love. Like, what's going on? What are y'all doing? That it's lot, it's so flirty at school. You can tell. And then I asked them to wear red for Valentine's Day, and they were all like, "No." But I'm like, "Y'all be all on top of each other." I'm confused. <laughs> What's going on? What do they talk about though? As far as do, is social media at the forefront of their concerns? Um, they're very different in how they interact instead of us. So they're they think of relationships as. So the word is that they're a vibe, and then you have a bop. So a bop, vibe, vibe, and bop. Yeah. yeah, you have a vibe, and, and then you bop. have a bop. So you have a bop that's all over the place. Yeah. They bopping around, uh-huh. and then you have a vibe that'll give you vibes. So hey, yo. the girls are literally characterized in vibe. these are the vibes. And these are the bops. And yeah. the student, the girl, the boys will tell me like, uh-uh, Miss Wilson, that's a bop. I'm like, oh. I thought that that was, <laughs> I thought that was a vibe. Wait so, a wait. <laughs> They're okay, like, so, uh-uh. Okay, so, so uh, a vibe is a good thing. Yes, yeah. a vibe is a good okay, thing. And, like good and, vibes, okay. good energy. And a bop is. A bop is, they all over the place. Like Bopping. Mm. <laughs> that's a bop. Bopping around. Mm. <laughs> you don't vibe with a opener, you know what I'm yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a boom, pop, bow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Oh man, y'all, y'all silly. Okay. Are they socially awkward? No. Mm. My okay. boys are very rambunctious, very charming. My girls are very quiet, so they mm. have to get used to being have not dimming, but like going to their level. They don't feel like the girls had should go up to them because they'll. A lot of my girls are shy. This is the first year that I've had a lot of shy girls, mm. but my boys are very much in your face. Gonna start a conversation. What's your name? If it's a new girl student, mm-hmm. all the boys <laughs> are swarming. But in return, remember, the girls are sitting and chilling. Y'all remember the uh, new student? He, like it was like maybe Facts. like 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 it was like probably <laughs> elementary, middle, hell, even high school. Somebody, but like look. like the the new 
Cube Studio. Like, oh, who was that? Right. Oh, my gosh. Somebody got to know Oh, man. I was like in elementary school, and there was this girl who transferred uh, to elementary school, and everybody was like, oh, my gosh. She's so pretty. I remember them. But, you know, it it was just like looking back, it was just so innocent Mm -hmm. because that's that's really all that it was. We just thought that she was pretty or whatever. And she knew. So don't nobody know her. So you want to be friends with her, you know? You want to make her feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like I'm, I'm your, I'm your first friend. (laughs) You want to come? You want to come sit at lunch at the lunch table with me? See, with like social media, that's not the case anymore. Maybe Mm. I've seen you on Instagram, or I've added you already, or I know you already. So there are only a few high schools in Nashville. Yep. Um, Pearl and. Oh, not Cane Ridge. Um, MLK, and then you have the private schools, and then they, Metro, they get to go wherever they want to go. So, you may have seen this girl already, or you know them from... Somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, they may be in your neighborhood, but they chose to go to a different school, so you may already know the girl. Facebook friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great shit, great shit, man. Look, you know what I'm saying? The new girl, man. Fire, she be cute, that motherfucker. But you know, even then, it was like in middle and like high school, it was only probably like uh, a certain threshold of good-looking women <laughs> that everybody liked. Yeah. And, and then I got the TSU. <laughs> <laughs> But they not the classroom. Goddamn. They damn. still look like they look like girls. They don't look like when they're not. Girls. They don't look like when they're not Euphoria mm, looking euphoria. girls. Do y'all watch Euphoria? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, they don't look like Maddie and all of them. They look regular. Okay, because yeah, that was, that was another question. Because I know, I mean, hell, nowadays, even back to like social media thing, people have so much access to each other mm. now. Yeah. True. And I just know that in middle high school, I saw you walking down the hallway, or, or you know, I caught you at your locker. Man. And <laughs> that was it. Like I didn't know what you were doing at home via Instagram Live. Like I, Mm-mm. I just couldn't imagine. And dang, we sound, I sound old, but yeah. I just couldn't imagine that. Having yep. access to someone, it's no yeah. Hell, even phone. even back then, having having a cell phone was yep. like a oh shit, you got a phone? I had a phone. Like, oh, let me let me let me see like, your phone. That's your line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, hell, I, I used to know a lot of people house phone numbers. I just hell yeah, call for me sure. Phone. I definitely remember talking on the house phone. That's not the case anymore. This, I asked, I posed the question, did they like? text messages or FaceTime or talking on the phone better. And you had most of the kids that said that they like to be on the phone because they get to hear tone and see facial expressions through Mm. FaceTime. Text messages really doesn't do it for them. And that's where they're still kind of the same in wanting the interaction. Hmm. Interesting. So did y'all, um, when did y'all first get a cell phone? I think eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I had the same number since. Eighth I mean, grade. I had to finally get a one, get one in sixth grade because I was a part of so many things. Having to pick up people after school, need to be able to call my mama like, "Hey, band practice is done." 
Did y'all did y'all um, ride the bus? Um, no. like yes. in high school. I think For that was sure. the worst part of my school experience. It's riding bus? that bus. Everything happened on the bus. <laughs> did y'all? Did y'all uh sit in the back or the front? I sat everywhere. I sat okay. right in the middle. Okay. Middle school. Right in the middle. Middle school, fifth and sixth grade, I was in the back. And then high school, I was in the back. I know in high school on a band, on, like on a band trip, so like when we traveled to the game and shit, niggas in the back. For sure. Oh, yeah. Band sat sure. in the back, out. but regular just <clears throat> taking me to school. Yeah. Uh-uh, I'm sitting school, in the middle. Or the front, at least. It's too yeah, much slick, going hey, on. Low key, the front was lit. <laughs> it was so many people. We Sometimes we used to sit three to a seat. Which are uh, so many people. Oh, yeah. So with, with AOB, which which uh, bus did y'all ride? Two. I was on bus two. Well, I guess after your freshman year. Yes. Yeah. We know you got to <laughs> ride the last bus. We freshman. started to move up. We migrated. We tried to figure out who rode which bus. Like, oh, okay, wow. so y'all all on three. So I think it started with like Sexton's, but no, Jenkins bus and then Sexton's bus. Damn, they had Jenkins bus. Oh, yeah, we had Jenkins Jeez. bus. And then Sexton's bus, and he was giving out $20 bills for the folks that didn't go on the trip. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah. how'd they get it if they did go on the trip? No, they still were oh, allotted that yeah, amount yeah, of money, yeah, yeah. but they was like, okay, I, I got some extra bills. You don't work for this. give us some. I do remember like it being a dance competition to get like the extra bills. Shake <laughs> <laughs> that ass for some grits. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, so funny. I remember sitting on uh after my freshman year, we sat on bus two for a while with uh, Miss Townsend. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, and the thing is, we <laughs> sat in the front though. Ah, uh, I was in the back. I forget our bus driver name. Damn. Mm-mm. That was that was back when we had Grey Line. Oh, okay. Dion. 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 Not Dion. I, 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 yeah. see, I used to see that nigga. I'm yeah. like, yo, what's up with you? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we rode bus two for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. and like me, Darian Elise, like we, we used to sit like in the front. And um I think it was like my fourth or fifth year. That's when I rode bus one. You know, bus one was where everybody was at. That was Prof Mac bus and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I never made it to bus one. I know, yeah, I never. That's given. Bus two was cool. How many? How many buses were? I remember. So my freshman, year, we only had five buses. Freshman year. I think my freshman year we had seven. Yeah. Twenty twelve when all y'all motherfuckers yeah. came. Freshman year we had seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think we had Miss Brown too. I don't remember nobody's name. I remember my freshman year we had uh, um, Miss uh, Gentry on bus five because <laughs> that was the old school sophisticated ladies. Yeah. Um, pre twenty twelve for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That was the old guard. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, good times, man. And man, one time, bro, Dion almost fell asleep. <laughs> on the way back from uh, Shit, I don't blame him. From, um, <laughs> we came from Jacksonville, Alabama. I remember oh, the first. Damn. I remember the first time I seen the schedule with the OVC. I said, Jacksonville. I'm like, oh shit, we going to Florida. Hell <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we going to Jacksonville, Alabama. I said, whoa, yeah, No, but Jacksonville cold though. Yeah, they straight. Cold. They straight out there. My, um, man band. Yeah, I, I used to hate them all day trips. Like we would literally leave. The night before, and we would leave that early that morning. Travel mm-hmm. there, play. eat, play, go to the game, <laughs> then come back. 
<laughs> no, all day. Get a little, the Washington D.C. trip was ridiculous. Oh, we really? were getting on the bus the night before. Finally got there. They served us apples and water. Apples and water. Yes. Are you, are you those were the best apples and water that I've <laughs> ever had <laughs> in my life. <laughs> we were so excited. We was like, ah, uh-uh, these apples are magnet. It was apples, was water, it, and like tea or coffee. Was it like the honey crisp apples or something? They were <laughs> listen. Right. They were they were red, and I don't even eat red apples, but I ate that red apple that day. So I mean, we had to go through all of these like toll booths and stuff so that was a whole situation washington dc was probably the not worse but like <laughs> so i did do good by skipping that huh? that um sit on the bus that long and dress attire was was it was a dress star or was it the cardigan oh no uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was dress attire <laughs> the stockings and the skirts and the dresses <laughs> Yeah, but we'll be right back with our next topic. And we are back. Um, for this time, we're going to talk about detecting red flags. And a lot of our peers don't do this, unfortunately. <laughs> Ride the wave. Because, you know, a lot of people ask me for advice sometimes. And, you know, they tell me the story. And I just ask simple questions. I'm like, wait, so... When he first or whenever, you know, you first met him and he said this, you didn't think to ask any follow up questions or, or that didn't that didn't raise a concern to you. And they went, well, you know what? You're right. Looking back on it. Because, <laughs> you know, just in my line of work, I, you know, things are pretty straightforward, right. black and white. It's like, look, everything adds up. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, we're just here to talk about red flags. A lot of times, people ignore them, unfortunately, and that's men and women. Um, so let's 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 uh, hear some stories or accounts <laughs> from when y'all ignore red flags, or I don't know, just just if y'all if y'all notice red flags, we just didn't even. And also, the other thing too, people ignore red flags because they might look good or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, tell us tell us some stories about. When the red flags were ignored. Mm. Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, okay. So this was back in the day. Well, like leisure? No, 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 no. This was way back. 20? Way back. Well, well, about, about 15. Okay. 15 was a good year. I will say that. Mm, it was. Uh huh. Come out, come out. No, way before. Way okay. before. Way right. before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was kicking it with uh, Shorty. You know what I'm saying? She'll real cool. Mm-hmm. She'll, like, she'll come school me because I didn't have a car at the time. So she'll come from Murfreesboro. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 that's a red flag. <laughs> a nigga with no car, a red flag. <laughs> I mean, shit. I ain't have one yet. <laughs> no, I feel you but she came from Murfreesboro to school me from Antioch. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? You dig? That's Boy, not bad. Nigga, she drove. Murfreesboro bro, to Antioch? She, she drove. And then back because she got to drop me off. Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I'm tripping. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, my bad. I'm thinking, like, you. she going across the. 
town, no. but really, yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. like what fifteen That's minutes. Not bad. Yeah, she gotta mm-hmm. drop you off though. She yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good twenty plus minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but she was real cool, you know what I'm saying? She cooked, clean, everything. I was living a good life. Okay, all right, okay. and um, one of the red flags. I heard I love you. You know what I'm saying? Real soon. Real soon. You got too much dip on your chip. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. I heard it. You know what I'm saying? You know, niggas get drunk. Shit be sad. And um, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I love you too. Whatever. Whoop the whoop, whoop the wall. You know what I'm saying? You said it back? Yeah, I said it back. She was drunk. She ain't gonna remember for real. I mean, hey, yo. You ah. right, you right. So uh, she mm. had pulled up one time, mm. <laughs> and uh, instead of me saying that boundary or whatever, you know what I'm saying. So we was kicking it, and you know, something happened, popped off, and I did not ever speak to her again. Mm. She then went like like a year later, end up finding somebody else, getting married, and some bullshit. Wait, it was wait, it was what, real what? wild. Like, what happened without really going into much detail? Like, what, what happened? Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, pop-up situation. You know, we had a... Ooh, yeah, we had uh, a free day mm-hmm. with the band. We had a late practice. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a late practice. So, she pulled up, you know what I'm saying? Spending time with your boy. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying I love another shorty You know what I'm saying Pulled up on me too I was like Oh <laughs> That's a double whammy <laughs> That is what you call Double booked <laughs> Yeah 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 and, and I think Because I had told her that It was still in her mind So the mm. fact that You know Someone else was in the picture Kind of sort of Not really mm. It kind of like Spooked her So like I didn't ne- never heard from her again She ended up getting married And some more shit so I was like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? But if I would have just been the bigger person or a responsible person and be like, you know what I'm saying? That sounds good, you know what I'm saying? But whoopty woop whoopty why? And yeah, the probably shit wouldn't have been what it was. But it is what it is. I guess the question is how, so how would you respond if someone said they love you in like? I don't know. How early, <laughs> how early was it? Yeah. yeah. So, so it was that summer. Okay. And then when I, I don't even remember when I got my car. I think like so summer twenty fifteen mm-hmm. and I got my car like spring sixteen. Okay. Maybe sort of kinda. Somewhere up in there. Okay, so about six months. Yeah, okay. and, she, and she was kinda fucked up. So I was like, like damn. nine months rather? Yeah. So I was like, damn, let me pull up. She a little fucked up and shit, you know, she kinda off her ass. It's really because you said it bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The that's look, fucking me up. Do not, do not, do not ever, <laughs> do not ever, do not ever say what you Woo. don't mean, man. And you know what? Someone else taught me that, man. Uh, don't introduce me to something you can't maintain. Right. Mm-hmm. And ever since someone else told me that, I've been sticking with it. So, <laughs> who? Thank you. Um. Mm. Yeah. Chandler, you got you got a story for um, us? Um, so I have a strike system. Mm. Um, I give that person the benefit of the doubt. If I see one red flag, I'm like, okay. Um yeah, but, yeah, but, we'll work with it. And okay. then I see the second red flag. <laughs> and then I'm like, the third red flag, and then I'm like, strikes out. That's my man like a, a soccer much. official. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's red, too much. red flag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or or challenge. <laughs> challenge yeah. on the play. I recently had a guy I was talking on the phone with, mm. um, sent him a few pictures of my Instagram and we finally got on FaceTime and I was like, Do I look like my pictures? He was like, Yeah. 
Okay. You do. It's just some weight. I was like, oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, oh my God. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked. And like, oh. I was like, am I being hoodwinked? Like, what's going on? I was like, okay, strike one. Strike mm. one. He was like, no, I didn't mean it. You know, it's okay. It looks good. Like, okay. I was like, all right. And I was like, you have any passions? And he was like, no, I don't have no passions. Whoa, I'm just whoa, a supporter. Whoa. I'm like, you got too much dip on your chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not just a supporter, so you can ride my coattails. And then the last one was like, hey, nope. I want to take you out Saturday. Um, I think we're going to hit up Taco Bell. I was like, hit up Taco Bell. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Taco Bell? He was like, you said you like Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> He I was like, oh, he could have, he could have, he could at least, he could at least take it to Los Right. You know, man. I was like, okay. Uh, he could at least take it to Los Palmas. You know, margarita. Man. She had to get a Taco Bell freeze. A Baja Blast. I was like, what's going on? I was like, uh, never mind. The, uh, like, Chalupa oh. down there. <laughs> Supreme. All right. Or 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 he probably want to try them try them new wings out. Uh, no. <laughs> Taco Bell wings. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt because oh I know that they won't come wrapped up in a bow, already ready. So I know there may be some self expansion there, but you gotta mm. come in a little bit ready. I would like to be equally yoked because right. what? So uh, <laughs> Taco Bell. So. <laughs> Like just special. <laughs> just a few red flags that I've noticed mm-hmm. is um when you meet someone and you ask them about their employment mm. and if they give you a vague answer out <laughs> <laughs> of work it's like um what do you mean by that um anytime someone gives you a vague answer when you ask them where they work or whatever and if they have a lot of free time. Mm. <laughs> During during the day, during the weekday, you're like, yo, what are you doing? No, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. It is. I teach. I can't be on the phone all day. So, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're on the phone all day, it'd be different. Like, if you work nights, you should be asleep. Another red flag is um always texting you, but then when they call you, or, or if you call them, they don't ever answer. Mm-hmm. It's a red flag. I'm dead as hell. For real. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Imagine Look. someone always on the phone texting, but then when you call them, they don't have an answer. That'd be me. Or if every time y'all try to meet up, mm, okay. something something up. comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my thing is certain questions will weed, simple questions will weed out a lot. It will. It will. It'll take care of the, a lot of the front end. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that shit. But I think some people end. run towards like Six Flags. They love the red flags. <laughs> 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 you said Six Flags. Yes, I mean, Six Flags has all the red flags. Six Flags. They, they do. Love, Over Georgia. They love the roller coaster the of it man. all. They yeah. love the toxicity. Mm. They they yeah. like red flags. I don't know. Some people like the challenge. It'd be fun. I ain't gonna lie. It'd be fun. You said fun. Mm-hmm. And what? Um, just just going straight. Don't worry about the other shit. Just go straight. So like, you like the mess? Well, like a horse with a blind photos on. You just focus Tunnel on straight. Vision? Hey, look. Nope. 
Boom. So <laughs> don't worry about the other shit. Other, <laughs> so other red flags too is you gotta ask Molly living situation. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, say, you know, <laughs> you know, I came from roommates, I live alone now. Or, you know, however you live is on you, but mm-hmm. if someone says they live with their baby mom, <laughs> red flag. <laughs> Uh, but I mean have your red flags changed because I think what I thought was a red flag in college is oh yeah I mean it's totally different because now we our our values are different Mm. yeah okay because you know I mean what was your requirements of a college relationship to be honest I mean back Back then, I was like, if you had a roommate, I'm like, okay, at least you got an apartment. But now right. I'm just like, I mean, look, you have a roommate. Now I'm like, mm. I mean, but even now, Nashville's expensive. It, it's skinder. Um, it's skinder. It so, is. I mean, I don't look. I don't knock people for having roommates. Cause, mm-hmm. Like I said, I came from having two for five years. All right. Shout and out to them. shout out to Jeremiah <laughs> and Terry. Yo. Y'all my dogs. Yo, yo, yo. And speaking of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a roommate horror story podcast. So, oh, wow. Ooh, um, funny. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just as long as, you know, you, you do what works for you. I mean, because mm-hmm. hell, I miss paying $460 for rent in Nashville. Same. I missed that. I missed. Hey, I was, I was balling. Yo, I already know. Living the good Man, life. Man, sh- well, what you want? I got it. <laughs> That drinks on me. Okay, no Taco Bell. So, hello. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. You know, just red flags. Red, red is like danger. Stop. <laughs> like stop, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else? Say, say you gotta you gotta halt sometimes. Oh, yeah. and you sure said it too. And I was wondering if he was gonna catch it. All right, he didn't catch it. He didn't catch it. But damn, shout out to yeah. Halt. Yeah. <laughs> Cause sometimes you're hungry. All right. <laughs> Angry. All right. <laughs> Lazy. Lonely. Lonely and tired. All right now. <laughs> Man, and it's funny because like I said, hey, if sex me get a mic, he's an entertainer, and this ex said this guy. I'm like, nigga, you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Don't don't try to don't. You know, don't try to act on the mic. Oh my goodness! But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just, just watch out for the red facts, really. I'm telling you, it, it, it's not gonna get better. I promise you, it's not. People are gonna show you who they really are, and then you're gonna be like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" And my thing is, just today, as young adults, take people at face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't look at potential. Mm, potential is not grand folks, humanity. Look at. Well, so there's a thing called tangible potential. Mm, what does that mean? So, you for example, you're okay. in, you're in you're in you're in dental school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, great. if a dude says, "Yo, I want to be a dentist," yo, and I'm in dental school, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're doing what it takes to be become that, right, right, versus, right. oh, I want to be a dentist, but I ain't doing shit. I'm working at Taco Bell, or Ooh, you know, Taco or Bell you know, it's, it's 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 you know, you're not doing anything to get towards to that your goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 one thing to you know see yeah. potential, yeah. but it's another thing to actually be doing what it takes to get to where you actually want to go. Mm-hmm. So okay. tangible, ten because it's it's literally you're you're, you're literally hey, you in school. Yeah, yeah, you can to see to it. actually you know yeah, do you it. Got the 
you know, like, yeah, right. Like, if, if, if like Chandler say, I want to be a principal, oh, okay, well, you can get a PhD and whatever. So it's like, right. okay, well, that you can see this. You're, you're literally doing what it takes to get right. to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But people who say, oh, I want to be a rapper <laughs> or, or I want to be a, a business owner, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's, 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 it's not, it's not tangible. Okay, okay. But them red flags be serious, man. And um, people who don't pay their taxes, red flag. Oh, <laughs> um, you always up with people, 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 people who um wanna 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 forex, red mm. red flag. Mm. Um, Bad red flag, man. And they get slicker now. You know what I'm saying? Now that won't even have forex on their page. It look like a regular ass. No, page. it's just so, business investor. So people, just not people, people on Instagram have been requesting me, and they got like little charts and graphs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no. no. <laughs> look, decline. <laughs> Anything with investor Bitcoin mining, yeah, not going. That's not even how Bitcoin works. Yeah, I remember uh, I sent the that little clip of Kevin Samuels getting on that, getting on that dude's ass. I didn't even watch that. Dog, he was on his <laughs> ass. He, he was like, "Oh, I, I do some 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 stock trading." And that man took his glasses off. He said, "How much? How much did you make him off?" <laughs> he said, "Under a thousand. He said, "Under a thousand. He said, "Boy, take your ass to work and get a goddamn job." <laughs> Not for real. Yeah, uh, we need to have a Bitcoin joint too. I want to talk. Mm-hmm. We can talk, but um, listen to anything else on red flags though before we wrap this up. Red flags, uh, inconsiderateness is a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people who just want to take from you and never like reciprocate—that's a red flag. Yeah. You know. um, they go to the restaurant and they treat the waiter or the waitress yeah. really, really bad. That's like, like a dickhead. I'm like, like, damn, chill, yeah. bro. These oh my goodness, what's going food. on? Yeah, right. I'm like, look, you better be nice to them. Man, of all people, they could be like, we got a cold, uh, whatever. <laughs> that she gonna tell the chef, you lie back. Right, <laughs> man. Shout out to McDonald's because I show work there as my first job. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I seen a lot. <laughs> Wait, did they spend on people food? No, nah, hell no. Nah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they want to shut us all down. <laughs> but um, mm. hey man, just just catch some red flags because um, it's always hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and and whenever you look back, you're like, man, I should have listened to that or I should have paid attention to that. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll uh, get to our last topic. Um, being a well, Griff ain't here, so we, he can't tell us it's a oh. MILF story. Man, I was so ready. Man, well, I guess we could tell this real quick. Um, speaking of MILFs, uh, have y'all dated with pe- people with kids? Yes. Yes. No, not dated. Not dated. No. Is well, that a is that a, is that a red flag? <laughs> no. It, uh, <laughs> no, I w- well, Slick. I will say low key. Really? It just depends on the <clears throat> count. Of kids that they have, I had someone try to talk to me from a real, I mean, we went to church together, his grandma knows my grandma, his mom knows my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's Mike from the church, real quick. He was like, I want to date you, I want to take you out. I was like, okay, beautiful, this sounds real nice. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. How many kids do you have? Six. Damn. Ooh. 
Oh, oh, we. Oh. <laughs> you got to work with my cutoff. Man, look, look, honestly, look, at two, our two's age, company, three's a crowd. Yeah, I would say at our age, honestly, after one, it's too many. Mm. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't date people with more kids than me. Oh, that's none. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. well you know I mean mm. it's just too much nuance with, with it, is, it is that's, it that's is that's all I say on it it's just too much nuance and it's a lot going on and and also you're the outsider if you think about it mm-hmm. because it's we don't know you and especially like, like oftentimes with like women they have full custody of kids like, 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 like more times than not yep so they're they're gonna have their children more, and their child is always gonna come before you. So, no, you, but I mean that's on the guy side too, because is it? Yeah, it is. Well, I'm saying, well, but well, if he has full custody, I mean, mm. still, if I ask you, hey, let's go out on a date on the weekend. Well, I got my daughter this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, boo, throwing yeah. tomatoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> like, not you got the girl, you got the baby this weekend. It's that kind of sucks. Nah, um, for real, for real. Yeah, I mean, usually guys have like, I guess it would be they have full custody during the week, but then the guys have them on the weekend. But I work during mm. the week, so mm. that mm. still yeah. kind of throws things off. Yeah, I got my baby in the morning. We at the zoo. Mm-mm. Oh wow! Not meet nobody at the zoo, honey. Oh yeah, my little high school crush. She had four. She got four on. Too many. Yeah, I was like, look, baby, I can't give you what you need. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you feel that um? Do you feel that you have to be a part of the child's life? No, I try my best to stay away. I mean, like the one I did kind of mess around with, we was cool. Like me and her son, we was cool. You know what I'm saying? We like the same shit, Pokemon, playing Nintendo Switch and shit. But he understood like, okay, this is my friend type shit. But yeah, outside of that, nah. I remember it was like on an old pod. It was like one of the early pods. (laughs) 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 And we was talking about the same topic and... I was like, I am not somebody that your kids need to meet. Oh, especially if you're like we're just messing around. It's like I don't need to meet them. No, yeah. like that, for real, it can't be like, like that. It can be. Yeah, like I'm just that. like I don't need to meet them. Seriously. Yeah, because them impressions, like like shorty, I was talking about, like she invited me to go to <laughs> California and shit, but I was like, nah, I can't go because I don't want to send the wrong message to your son. Whole time, she already knew what was up. <laughs> so yeah, that shit wild as hell. I I had to jump ship. Ejecto cedo. But the know? thing is, I, I feel like it's a crash course if you date someone with children because you're gonna have to eventually be involved with the kid. Yeah, for because sure. I mean, I definitely had this guy, he you know, we were moving in the right direction, taking a little too long for me, and he was like, Look, I have to vet you for my daughter. Prior. Um, mm-hmm. I have to make sure you are stepmom material. Ooh. When I heard that, I was like Red flag, red flag. <laughs> Maybe not. But I do understand. I respect him for, like, I'm not going to bring any and everybody yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, but that's real. I have to go through a process before I am let into the little girl's life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, kids just. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't do little kids. It's a lot. Kids. It is. It's a lot. It is. And, you know, for those who do it, more power to you. But, you know, people and people think you mean. If you don't date people with kids, but it's, it's just preference. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's why just why do with the extra bullshit if you can avoid it? 
Do, do you realize the the peace and solidarity that single people with no kids have? Yeah, for sure. And then, I and then, do what and I then, go out. And then you expect us to deal with all the tomfoolery of? <laughs> oh yeah. So it's a it's a it's a big ask. It is. For it is. someone it is. who's single who has a simple peaceful lifestyle to deal with the potential chaos. Even a date night is a thing. Like, hey, gotta find a babysitter. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or gotta be back at a certain time because mm-hmm. the babysitter is going to leave at twelve or whatever. So And sometimes when the baby mom or baby father finds out you're dating, they, oh, we. they <laughs> they might get petty. Yeah. yeah. So where it might be his weekend, but oh, he, <laughs> that nigga will not show up. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, you gotta, you gotta date this weekend, right, right, huh? Right, you have fun. You okay, know, yo, you gotta bring a with you, man. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's, it's just a lot to deal with, and um, it's just a lot to ask for somebody sometimes. It is, but. Do you feel that women typically put up with it more than men? Hmm. Like, let's say you were dating a woman with a kid, mm-hmm. and then let's say things kept coming up. Would you more than likely dip, or would you step in and be the stepfather in comparison to when it's a man with a child dating a woman? A lot of times women step up and be the stepmom or whatever. Hmm. I think... I think Overall, which is unfortunate, but like a lot of women will put up with it versus like men. I kind of find the opposite. I know y'all are the whole instance of MILF. (laughs) You y'all like that term. On the other hand, like, oh, you got kids? Yikes. Um that's probably Mm. not going to work there's not like a dilf category mm. of like yay woo yeah you have kids this is so nice mm-hmm. man that's probably not gonna work that's so true because a shorty i was messing with like she had like an eight-year-old so as he went to sleep yeah 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 he on the way he's like aware <laughs> that's a grown person <laughs> but you know what i'm saying that's my dog i fought with him as soon as he go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? It's me time. Oh, not the me time. See, you run the risk of waking people that age up. Mm-mm. She know what to do <laughs> to put that nigga to sleep. So I was like, all right, look, hey. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, but for real, though, that's a good-ass question. Yeah, because, well, I mean, just from what I've seen, I, I just see more women put up with the- They will. With the, with the baby mama drama and shit versus, like, men. Oh, for sure. Because if that nigga come my way, I'm But that's the first ass. question. I Do you have kids? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes or no. Mm-hmm. If yes, how is the relationship with the woman in the situation? Because women can get really petty and Very so. territorial over mm-hmm. men in general. So, well, I don't well, want to also especially like compete that. with a baby mama. Especially yes. especially like their kid too, like, you know, mm-hmm. like a woman cuz you know, essentially the the woman might be taking her place, you know? And women feel threatened you by that. You don't have to worry about me, honey, like mm-mm. But also you don't want to sound like a douchebag either. Still. Um but you know, all yeah. in all if it works for you, so be it. So be sure. it. Um, 
just just make sure that it's serving you more than it's um um taken away taken from you yeah mm-hmm. yeah thanks teach mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> you ever get on uh get, get called teach no mm. Prof. i do not looking at some it. people <laughs> <laughs> love to to throw out a miss wilson here and there oh, wow. definitely not teach or uh don't talk to me like i'm your your student Ooh. i really don't like that do you have that teacher effect where you talk right, to people like they like like do you, do you talk to men like they're students <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> thumbs up if you understand or not i mean no clap your hands I if you d- hear me Look. yeah like <laughs> <laughs> um, no i try not to <laughs> imagine in an argument <laughs> imagine an argument you're like <laughs> Oh, shit. Imagine an argument. She was like, clap twice, you can hear me. I'm like, uh. <laughs> uh yes, ma'am. Be fucked up. <laughs> Looking at us. Um, no, I try not. I try my best not to, to address. No, I try to turn it off when I get home. I know I have to be very direct in front of my, I have to lead a room. I have mm-hmm. to mm. combat 27 energies, life experiences, perspectives. Mm. So when I'm one on one with a guy, I try to be softer, but mm. I know I have to be very dominant in mm. my room because mm. you have so many like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like even zodiac signs. Like, it can be a lot. I compare all of that, so it's just a lot of energy. I try to turn it off when mm. it comes to teacher life. Guy, oh, not teacher life. I try to turn it off when it comes to guys. I try to, and then unless I kind of catch myself slipping and like. Not your kids. I'm like, all right. I know that. I understand that. Right <laughs> off. I understand that. Look at me. Right. Look at me. We're here. I find it. I find myself like, okay. Do you understand? But I. That's what I ask my students. You know. You know do one you thing that. You, you know. Understand? You know one thing that is like a little pet peeve of mine is when people say, "Does that make sense?" Mm. And I'm like. <laughs> Look, 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 look. <laughs> It'd be the simple stuff like, you know, when I get hot, I'll just take my jacket off. Oh. <laughs> and then, then they be like, does that make sense? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. But it's like, I don't know, it's like saying, 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 does that make sense kind of challenges mm-hmm. your intellect. Right. Like, damn, you think I'm stupid or something? What's it's up? okay. It's giving now, comprehension check. Now, I can understand if it was like a intricate subject that was at hand. Mm. But if it's a very simple concept to be, you know, accepted and and, and uh, understood, saying mm-hmm. does that make sense at the end of it is kind of an insult to me. Like, damn, baby, what's up? It's like, hey, whenever I get hungry, I I uh, go get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like you know, it's just yeah, like it puts yeah. you in that role. Yeah, I'm just like, um, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Duh, but. <laughs> You know, I don't like when people like try me like that. <laughs> but we'll be right back with our last topic. I have to use restroom real quick. Peace. All right, so I'll be back with our last topic. Um, to my role models. Mm. Are y'all a role model to anybody? I believe so. I try to be. 
So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, there's certain levels to it. Because some, you know, like at, like at TSU, I looked up certain people, right? Facts. And post-TSU, I look at certain people. And, you know, now in our, you know, certain professions, we are now the people who people look up to. Mm-hmm. Because we can Facts. impact the next <laughs> generation by doing what we're doing as a young black person in this country. Mm-hmm. Um. I meet a lot of TSU students, you know, at my job. Oh my gosh, you went to TSU? I'm like, yeah. Graduated 2015. Oh my gosh, I'm a freshman this <laughs> year. You know, like it's right. <laughs> I had an old head moment when I told this. So y- y'all do realize that the freshmen now are born in 03. Damn. Yeah, I, yeah. I like like that. at like at TSU. I believe it because yeah. my brother born in 01 and he like a junior now. Yeah, my little sister is 02. Damn, niggas is old now. But then my like the freshmen that I have now that are ninth graders are 07. Damn. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy because I, I started high school in 07. See, I was yep eighth grade. I was in 07. I mean, I when Facebook shut down, they were like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do about my baby pictures?" Because hmm? they were on Facebook. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. 07. Damn, that's when that shit was new. For right. Real. So. Yeah, but. Damn. I just want to talk about this because we are so. Whether you know it or not, people are watching you, mm-hmm. yeah, at and all times. especially um, you know with, with Chandler being an ed- educator. I mean, you have the direct influence on like the youths. Facts. So, <laughs> and also you're not that far removed from them. Mm. I'm not. Yet, I... yet, yet you are though, because I am. You know, you are adulting. So let's say someone graduates this spring, right? Mm-hmm. From TSU. Spring, what, 2022? Yeah. And let's say you've been adulting for like four years now. Right. Granted, y'all might not be that far in age, but as far as life experiences, right. you kind of like, yeah, like you, <laughs> you, you, you way ahead of them. For sure. So I would just say, um, do the best that you can do in your respective field. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, people are watching you. At all times. And you can in turn lay the groundwork for those to follow. And depending on how well you do in your profession, you can even be a decision maker mm-hmm. in hiring people just like you. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because it's different when... So being a decision maker is is ha- matter of fact having work clout is 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 real different. Mm-hmm. It is when like you can make a call to somebody to make something happen. <laughs> like you, you 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 that nigga. You know what I'm saying? You you were you were plugged in. Yeah. Or or even just you having people just on your side mm-hmm. to where they trust your judgment in the adult world, whether it be. I mean, being real, you know, in Nashville, I had a culture shock when I graduated. When I when I first graduated, I worked at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of white people here. Nashville's white. Damn. <laughs> but I was I was shocked because being at TSU, you know, you thought Nashville was black, but no, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. So just whenever whenever <laughs> if you do work in Nashville, depending on which company, industry, whatever, like you're gonna have white counterparts, um, white bosses, things like that. And 
it's good to have them to trust your judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of where you come from, just as long as you are a stand-up person and do what you do and are consistent. Yep. That's all it takes, really. They're going to trust you. <laughs> no matter where you go. I mean, yeah. where I work, I actually find that different because where I am, mm-hmm. it's predominantly black. Mm-hmm. Um, my administrators are black. All I think I may have one white child out of all of 160. Mm. So I have to meet the expectations from black person to black person. And I know we hold each other with different expectations. So how do you, how do you, how do you manage that? Um, like the, 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 the white child. You know what? I often have to tell my students to be respectful of people in the room. We have like academic discourse and we're talking about things. I'm just like, okay, make sure you're respectful, which this one white child does sit in my honors class. So it's just like, okay, make sure that when we're discussing race relations or any topics that are like socially targeted, make sure that you're being respectful because you don't want to offend people. Just teaching them tolerance in general, because a lot of the times they're in these classes where there are no white children and they don't have to hold their tongues. But in that English class, when you can get into everything Mm -hmm. under the sun, talking about relations and gender and race and all of that, um, it definitely makes a difference in how they have to navigate the conversation. They have to be more respectful. And being in the school that I'm at, Mm -hmm. they don't have to be because it's predominantly black in all of their classes. But they do have to do it in English. Yeah. That's what's up. That's how really the world works. And honestly, how how do they... So just with the way social media is and how everything is happening, especially like Black Lives Matter movement, how has that been? Because honestly, nowadays... so. Luckily with us, we, we, we had the luxury of having an imagination versus these kids today. Because honestly, these kids today, they can literally just they go to search. Our so fast. They can, they, yeah, they, they can, can type it in and like, get it. They can type in and get it, and, right. and there's no... And if they can't type, they'll speak it into yeah. it. So the thing is, how... How was that when all like the race relations was happening... Well, I mean, you're at a, at a, at a predominantly black um, right. institution, so I'm sure it wasn't, you know, awkward or, or you know, like unsettling for you. But I know uh, many employers across America, especially like what was the last year of the January 6th riot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember watching that live and I literally could not believe it. And then, of course, I have... You know, I have white coworkers, black coworkers, Hispanic coworkers. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it was the Mexicans for Trump. It was just, yeah. It was just interesting to just be in that environment as it was happening, and I think we had some tech guy there, and this man said. I, I I understand why they're mad. I support it. I was just like, <laughs> like, huh? But it was just, you know, it's living this adult life is so many variables and nuances because 
you have to literally deal with some real world shit, especially if you're not in a predominantly black area. You just have to adjust to the to the area and the situation. So I think I've gotten out of all of that. I haven't worked since I've been in Nashville. I haven't worked in any predominantly white areas. All of my areas are mostly democratic. Their parents are democratic. Um, They think the same way that I think. So I don't have to address those topics. We're all on the same page. Trump sucks. Uh, People should have (laughs) rights. The riots are because of us not having rights. And the students understand that certain things shouldn't be said and things should be addressed. Um, They're not necessarily aware of kind of toning things down or fine tuning things because they will say these white folks in a minute like these white <laughs> folks do this and these these white folks do that i'm like that's wait a minute it's the, yeah that's that <laughs> that's that white people shit i'm like uh do not say that um we just have to fine tune things but they don't always have to because they're in spaces where they're comfortable because yeah. i mean which is a benefit because i remember yeah. when i yeah. when, so i remember when trump got elected i was at a branch that was majority black pretty much yeah everybody was black there so it wasn't yeah. awkward but luckily in nashville i mean nashville is a democratic city mm-hmm. so even like white people they're you know, forward. you know their their understanding and their Nashville blue. is super liberal. But yes. That's with the gerrymandering thing because they split them up where mm-hmm. they sit in Republican sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, who knows? I mean, I feel that if you offend them, especially like the white liberals, no. I feel like <laughs> I feel like they're gonna they're gonna make a way. Uh-huh. Trust and believe they're gonna they're gonna come together in all three sections and find something. But um. But yeah, um, yeah. Back to the whole um, role model thing. I I try to be a role model. Mm. Um, hell, I am because honestly, being a role model, you don't ask to be it. Mm-mm. You just are. Mm-hmm. Even and not paying attention. Exactly. So when I first started teaching, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I mm-hmm. didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Because when you are a role model, you're giving these expectations of how you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't act a certain way. You can't do this because you're a quote unquote role model. And I didn't want to be because when I first started teaching, I was what twenty two. Mm. So nice. um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be a role model. I like to go to old limelight. I don't want to see your parents there and they see me there as well. So now I've kind of come into the, okay, I guess I'll be a role model, but I'm still young and don't want to be, but I know that I have to be. So yeah, I mean, it's the pressures that go with being a role model. Yeah. And look, you can, you can balance both. You can. You know, Boo. the thing is, you, you just have to just just manage and and not get too Boo. reckless. Boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, definitely your 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 contributions will pay off tr- tremendously for the youth that you've molded and shaped. Um, because that's just what it is. I mean, you know, I 
hell, me being invited back to Tennessee State to talk about, to talk to students about like money, managing their, you know, finances, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. I never thought being a student at TSU at the time that I would be the guy talking to the students, you know. Right, right, right. But, you know, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm in a position mm-hmm. to even do that because I know that the messenger is important. Mm-hmm. Just so, get the message out for sure. Yeah. Because it's all about carrying the message. Because, like, I don't think of myself as a role model at all. But mm-hmm. every time I look around, there's at least somebody, you know what I'm saying, checking up or seeing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, even at work, like, I've been gone, but I came back. And, you know what I'm saying, it's like riding a bike at work. And they're like, damn, okay. You know what I'm saying? He still got it, you know. But, yeah, just being a role model is like... Shit, that's really what I want to do. I want to be somebody's role model because somebody was a role model to me. Yeah, matter of fact, who who who's some of y'all role models? Oh, oh well, I guess we'll start at like the TSU level. Okay, TSU who does y'all like look up to? Devonte Johnson for sure. Okay, okay. Um, Dr. Morgan Curtis was the English department head at the time. She was really wait, who was? Uh, Dr. Morgan Curtis. Okay. She was from East Tennessee. She let me know, like, I'm a country girl just like you. Um, West and East. Yeah, I would say I'm super Southern in general. And she mm-hmm. let me know that, you know, education is what's going to take you up to the level of where you want to be. So, yeah, for sure. Niggas from TSU, like the old TSU, as they call themselves. Them niggas was shaking life, you know what I'm saying? For I was sure. like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> if I you mean, look at them niggas now, it's like, yo, what? Yeah, and it's crazy because I probably had people looking up to me like in the band and shit. Facts. Um, just because of my <laughs> me being a rebel, but also, <laughs> but but also still being on point though, because mm-hmm. that's. Cause like that's the main thing is like yeah do your bullshit but yeah. don't be bullshitting with your bullshit you know what I'm saying if you're gonna be on bullshit be on point with it I'm uh-huh. for sure like Kiana and Danielle and yeah Tiffany and Angelica mm-hmm. definitely were like okay shout y'all. to the sham squad and up man shout out to uh what squad thirty damn it was me Courtney Devonte and Saul. Saul? You had straight <laughs> freshmen. Those are my freshman yes, brothers. Like, Those are my freshman brothers. Bruh, them, bruh, them folks looked up to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was their yeah, person. Uh, You're their person. Like, I promise you. <laughs> in the <It's> dark. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because, um, you know, like, I was a senior at the time and, like, I still like, even though I sham, well, not not sham, but like, you know, mm-hmm. I was doing my thing, but I still was hard on them mm-hmm. because I'm like, yo. Y'all don't be like me. Be better. Yeah, I'm like, look, do not be like me, please. <laughs> um, and, and, and it was good that they respected me because when I, when I said something, they listened. Mm-hmm. And they took heed to it. And, and, and they, they, they looked out for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, when your little niggas look out, they be loved. My uh, my fifth year homecoming, bruh, Devonte and Courtney told me where to go, like on the field during the homecoming field show. Oh. Because oh I, I, I I did not show up at practice. 
<laughs> but they but they fuck with me enough so they were like they were like flank right flank right 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 <sighs> you know and uh, you know but um hell even at high school like when i was section leader like they respected me like like we had a good section and you know it's just good to have adequate leadership and because you know, whenever people respect you and listen to you, it makes a world of difference. Um, even when it comes to like band, even to the professional life. Because if you have a supervisor that you actually want to work for, mm-hmm. it makes a world of difference versus a supervisor that, that you don't like. Man. So it's like the qualities that go into being a leader. Yes. All the soft skills and hard skills that you have to have. Yeah. Um, for sure, being like charming and organized and detail oriented because i mean you know the difference between like what you don't want to be and what you do want to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it sounds like me at work you know what i'm saying like it's folks that i know i can be on a level yeah but it's also folks that be like oh we don't know this nigga so you know what i'm saying right. but he was here before so For now sure. they trying to step their shit up and i'm trying to step my shit up so now it's like, okay, we on a balance, you know what I'm saying? Everybody keeping each other at the highest at least, you know. Yeah. What I'm and you know, and you got to you got to you got to meet people where they are. Mhm. Understand them, understand what motivates them cuz that's where you get the best results. And you don't always have to be a leader to be a role model. You know, you, you know, you know, you know the best leadership qualities is to delegate. Mm. Yeah. Is to trust people to handle shit for you. Yeah. Because nobody wants a dictator. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Nobody, nobody wants just one person giving all the orders. Like, hey, Deshaun, I know you're good at, you know, <laughs> look, you, you, you cool with everybody. So, this is what I want. Uh huh. You tell them. Okay. And then let's just hope that. Well, here's my message. Just relate to them. Right. The and, message. And then, and then we'll see some results. For facts. That's why I do it. Work. No cap. Exactly. Because you know the phones is tricky. You know what I'm saying. But all kinds of shit happen with your phones. It could be user error, it could be software, it could mm-hmm. be hardware, and even environmental and shit. But uh, yeah, that's literally what it do. Because if I don't know something, I'm finna go find somebody that knows something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm finna get that review. <laughs> A good leader knows his his talent, and will yes. and, and will and will utilize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's all we got. Thank y'all for joining me. Thank you for having me. On Thanks this on this me. beautiful Saturday, it's finally yeah. not not freezing. Well, I mean, it's still cold outside. Yeah, yeah. It definitely cold dog. Itch. This is the coldest January yesterday. It was flurrying yesterday. Bro, it was sixteen degrees when Nashville I went to the gym. Wants to Jesus be up Christ! North so yeah. bad. <laughs> and I still wear. <laughs> is there a thing called? Is, is there a thing called global cooling? Oh, global cooling. Not the. You're talking of, about the opposite effect, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, it, mm. I, I, hell, I feel like it's getting colder. But I think this is how it should be. We're so used to being yeah. in Tennessee, and it's yeah. But also think about warm. this: Antarctica is melting, so it's getting warmer in Antarctica, getting mm. colder on the inland. Oh God! Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll have your things in order. The yeah. world is about to get end. God. <laughs> if you are religious. But, um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody. <laughs> if he's overly religious, red flag. <laughs> red flag. But, Mike um, Todd. <laughs> he gonna hawk some spit in. Oh, that shit was so charming. <laughs> but it, it's crazy because a lot of people follow him. And they got his book too. Yeah. Damn. 
anywho, mm-hmm. thank y'all for joining me. Um, Chandler, Central News and Show, where can we find you on social media? Um, Chanezy, two underscores. Spell that. C-H-A-N-E-E-Z-Y, two underscores. All right. Is, wow. that, is, is that what? Instagram or um, Twitter? Everything. Okay. From the... Everything. Instagram, Twitter. What about MySpace? No oh. MySpace. No MySpace. Facebook. My Chandler, Elisa Marie it does, Wilson. It does. Uh-huh. It still exists. I didn't have a I, MySpace. My mom was not Imagine I'm logging to MySpace. Man, I'm With the see songs, that shit. where were y'all playlists? <sighs> what was it? 2009? Yikes. Yeah. I was on that <laughs> For sure. No, I, I got not. my first girlfriend because I thought she was somebody else. I remember my mama I had not for it. <laughs> I, I definitely had band videos on my MySpace page. Oh man! Okay. It, matter of fact, I had Norfolk State on there. Damn. I because because that, was, that was that was seven ish, and they was thumping. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho, thank y'all for listening. I definitely Yo. appreciate y'all, and um, keep listening. Recommend to a friend, and until next time. We are out. Yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> Peace.